and welcome to the Creative Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Van Doren, and in this podcast, I talk with some of the most creative and inspiring people that I know. From hearing about their process to what holds them back from creating, routines and rituals, to the intersection between creativity and spirituality, you'll hear from writers, actors, singers, dancers, musicians, painters, multi-passionate creatives, and anyone else who considers themselves a creative soul. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Creative Soul Podcast. Oh my gosh, I have missed you all so much. If you are new here, first of all, welcome. This podcast is all about the intersection of creativity and spirituality. And if you have been listening for a while, welcome back because this is my first episode in the last three weeks. I skipped posting podcast episodes in the last three weeks because I realized that since the launch of this podcast, I recorded, produced, and edited 65 weeks worth of podcasts without missing a single week. And I really felt like it was time for me to take some time off uh, and just give myself that break, which... I actually think is so important for creators, for people who have businesses, for content creators. I think the world gives us this narrative that we have to constantly produce in order to stay relevant, in order to stay relevant for the algorithm or whatever it is. But, you know, you really need to listen to yourself. And if you need to rest and take a break, like that is that space and that time that you give yourself is just as valuable than producing and recording podcast episodes every single week. So I'm really happy to be back. I was really missing you all, but just knew that I needed to take that time off just because it's crazy that I didn't even give myself permission to take time off in 65 weeks. And that's because I love doing this podcast. But um, if you've been following my journey for the last three and a half months, I've been on this solo trip to Latin America and I was getting to a point in my travels where I just needed to take time off. So first off, where do we even begin? Because I feel like so much has happened in the last three weeks and also some, you know, it's like crazy that it's only been three weeks. So let's see. First of all, I'm recording this episode on a Wednesday. This will come out tomorrow, so you'll get the most recent update if you're listening to it when it first comes out. But like I said, I have been traveling. I've been solo traveling for the last three and a half months in Latin America. I was first in Mexico. I was in Mexico City and Puerto Escondido in Oaxaca. Then I went to Guatemala and spent some time in Antigua and Lake Atitlan. Then I went to Peru and spent time in Lima, Cusco, and Arequipa, which is where I think we last left off. I last recorded my last solo episode in Arequipa. And then after Arequipa, I went to Costa Rica for two weeks. And then I went to Puerto Rico for the Experience Magic Retreat, which um, Britt and I talked about a couple months ago. I had Britt Olson on the podcast, and we talked a little bit about that retreat because she was leading this retreat in Puerto Rico. And I led a writing workshop in that retreat, uh, which was such a special, beautiful experience. So yeah, I just want to kind of share 
all of the insights that I've gained over the last couple of weeks, and especially now, I'm currently recording this episode from Florida. I'm in St. Petersburg, Florida, because I was able to meet up with my partner. We've been separated for the last couple of months because I was traveling, and he actually just started college for the first time. He was in the Navy for nine years, and we went through this big transition where he just got out of the Navy in August, went to college as a college freshman, as a 28-year-old, and so kind of navigating that transition, that was really part of the reason why I wanted to go travel because I had the time to, I had the space to, um, and yeah, now that I've landed back in the States, it's it's a beautiful time to now integrate all of the lessons and the experiences that I've learned. So just to back up a little bit, where was I last time we spoke? I was in Arequipa in Peru, and I know I mentioned my last solo, She Rests to Create, that I was going through a really hard time in Peru. I was physically not feeling well. I had this like stomach bug uh, where I was just on the toilet for days, TMI, but it's true. You know, when you travel, all of these things come up and was just really, really feeling at a low point in my journey and feeling really alone, feeling like I was so tired of being alone and just really feeling like that middle point. And I think, I think I've talked about this on other episodes too, but I think the reason why I love travel so much is because it totally mirrors both the creative process and the spiritual process. It is such a, a journey. And anytime you're going through some journey, there's going to be a beginning, a middle, and an ending period. And I find within the creative process especially, there always comes a point where like you begin a project. Let's say you begin a project, you begin something, and you're so excited and you're full of ideas and can't wait to get started. And then you reach that middle point, that kind of breaking point where you want to give up. Um, I think I'm thinking of those memes that where it's like those that like there's like that graph and the first starting point is like, this is awesome. This is amazing. And then you get to the middle period. It's like, this is shit. I hate this. And then you get to the ending and you're like, wow, that was amazing. So throughout life, we have these different journeys that offer us a chance to really go on this journey and see what it is in that container of beginning, middle, and end. And I think that's something that I really learned throughout this time traveling. I've gone on longer solo trips before. Um, two years ago, I went on a big solo trip that changed my life when I went to India, Bali, and Thailand, and it totally just changed the trajectory of my life. And doing this trip two years later in kind of our new normal, um, the new world that we live in, it has been a really interesting experience. And in the grander scheme of my journey, there was the beginning and then the middle where I was in Arequipa that was kind of marking the middle of my journey and really felt like I wanted to give up and go home at that moment. But then it kind of turned around and now I'm at the ending of my journey. I have returned back to the States. And I think this part of the journey is the most important part because it's the integration period. It's the period where you return back to either your normal life, your daily routines, or settle into something that resembles some kind of normal. And you get to integrate what you've learned. You get to put what you learned into practice. And so I will share that after Arequipa, I was feeling really low and I went to Costa Rica and I actually met up with a couple of my friends from high school. They wanted to meet me at some point during my trip. And so we met in Costa Rica. They were there for three days. And it was just so beautiful to be with people again, to be in connection again. 
I think we forget that of like how important just human connection is, especially for myself, like solo traveling just gets to be a lot. It's not always easy. There's a lot of really hard moments. So it was really beautiful to see my friends and to have a couple days with people that were familiar to me. And then I spent the next two weeks after that just by myself in Costa Rica. I was staying at a Selena, which I've talked about before too, but Selena is this like amazing community of um they have like different locations all over the world where it's really big on like digital nomads they attract digital nomads and you know they have the hotel it's a kind of like a mixture between a hotel and a hostel so I spent those two weeks working and playing in Hako in Costa Rica and during this time I actually took a two actually I ended up taking like a three-week social media break so I kind of took a break from everything and I think that was really important for me to recognize like some of my patterns and some of how much I use social media to distract myself from my own mind and so I just spent two weeks on this beach uh, you know not not connecting with the outside world at all not sharing with the podcast, not sharing on Instagram, just being in myself and really getting to know some of those patterns that I have in my mind and spending time with my beloved ocean. I am a mermaid at heart. And I think I want to share this because I feel like some of you can relate, but I think as I'm, as I'm back from my trip and I'm starting to integrate some of the lessons that I've learned. And I think, again, there's still a longer integration period to be had because I only just really got back a couple days ago and have been connecting, reconnecting with my partner. But I think that there's a lot that I didn't realize, like how sensitive of a person I am. This is something I'm, I'm really learning about myself. Like I always knew that I was an empath. I always knew that I feel things really deeply, but I don't think I really realized just how sensitive I am. And being alone for a couple weeks, well, throughout the last three months being alone, I think the reason why I love solo travel so much is because I'm able to just be in my own energy because when I'm around other people, I really take in their energy and I really take in what they're feeling to the point where like, I don't even know sometimes that what I'm feeling is not mine. Um, For example, I was just at this retreat with a bunch of beautiful women and one of them was feeling kind of anxious and nauseous. And then I realized I was feeling anxious and nauseous. And I was like, wait a second, that's not mine. Like that's hers. And so just to have that experience of like really feeling the differences when you really take on stuff from other people, which I definitely do. And I don't think I realized how much I was doing that. So part of what I love about solo travel is that I'm able to just be in my own energy and just feel what's mine instead of taking everything from what's around me. But even with social media, I find that when I go on social media, suddenly I'm now distracted. You know, my mind is now in a million different directions, taking in what people are doing, what they're, you know, how they're living their life, comparing it to how I'm living my life. And it just makes me feel really depleted, really drained of energy because I'm giving away my energy. I'm giving away my life force. And so taking that break from social media was so important for me because I was able to realize like how much things affect me that I don't even realize they're affecting me. And I think once we kind of get into this pattern of going on social media every day or going out with people every day, you don't even realize like what what that is until you kind of cleanse your system and then you start to add things back in and realize how much you were actually taking in. So when I was in Costa Rica, I was pretty much living on the beach in Salina. They have this beachfront location and I would go on my computer to do some work 
and then would feel so drained after. And then I would go into the ocean and I would feel so much more cleansed and clear. And I realized that the ocean, it being salt water, you know, salt, salt is cleansing. It cleanses your energy. I felt like that was so important for my spiritual and energetic well-being. And I think, you know, we talk about health and mental health and physical health, emotional health, all those things. But I feel like we kind of forget or I forget about my spiritual and energetic health. And I don't realize how many different energies I'm taking in all the time and how sensitive my system is, especially being an empath and being highly sensitive and in human design, if you know about human design, um, there's all these different centers and you can have them either undefined or defined. And so if you look up your chart, you can go on my, my body graph or myhumandesign.com. There's a couple of different websites. If you just look up human design, you can find your chart. But most people, depending on what type you are, you have maybe like four or five colored in. You have four or five defined and I only have two defined. So that means the rest of my centers are open, which means I'm taking in all of that energy from other people all the time without even me realizing it. So something that was like so beneficial for me to really feel the difference is going into the ocean and cleansing my energy. And so now I'm excited to incorporate that practice into whatever I whatever else I do of like taking care of my energetic well-being to, to know that I'm clearing people's energies and not taking that on so much. So that's kind of like just something that I wanted to share in case you, I'm sure a lot of people who listen to this podcast, if you're creative, if you're spiritual, you probably are really sensitive too. And like I said, I wasn't even aware of how so sensitive I was. And now that I'm more aware of it, I'm like able to set more of those energetic boundaries of not going on social media and really being mindful of when I am going on a social media. Like, why am I going on social media and how can I not take what I see, what I experience, what I'm digesting as my own and really keep that separate. So that's just something that was like big for me, especially taking that two week break in Costa Rica, not posting, not sharing, and just realizing how sensitive my system really is. So that was a big lesson I learned in Costa Rica. And of course, Costa Rica, if you've been, is such a beautiful country. I feel like the nature is just so incredible. It's like this raw, it feels like raw earth energy. And it just feels like it recharges your negative and positive ions. And it just feels like you bring your body back into balance because you're living more harmoniously with nature. So that was something I think just really important for my body and my energy to feel on a really physical, real level. And then after Costa Rica, I went to Puerto Rico, like I said, for the Experience Magic Retreat hosted by my friend Britt Olson, who also has a podcast. She has the Loving Your Own Soul podcast. And she co-created just the most incredible retreat. We had about 11 women from all over the country all meet up in Puerto Rico in this little beach town, this little beach surfer town called Rincon. And we had the most beautiful three days of just in-person, real-life connection, which, again, I didn't even realize how much I was missing that, especially in the last two years that we've had and not being around a big group of people. Like, I haven't been around a group, a big group of people like that. You know, it was 11 of us all. We had this beautiful luxury villa right on the ocean, and we had our days full of yoga and fruit in the mornings and we did breathwork ceremonies and I led a writing workshop, which was 
Also, just so fun because over the past two years, I've been teaching a lot of creative workshops and writing workshops all on Zoom. And I actually, the I my first in-person creativity circle, my first in-person creative workshop was March 2020 in New York City, like five days before everything shut down. So that was the first in-person workshop that I ever led. And then we all shut down. And since then, I've been leading them on Zoom, leading different programs like Discover Your Creative Soul, Writing Magic, which I led for most of 2020. But this was my first in-person writing workshop in two years. And I just forgot how good it feels to be in a room with other people and to feel Feel each other's energies and to kind of feed off of that energy and really create something so beautiful and so magical. And Britt just did this retreat so intentionally. Like I said, we were right on the beach. Um, we had an opportunity to do photo shoots, which I'm so excited to see the photos. I'm so excited to share the photos when they're ready. Um, but just to be with these, these like-minded women and to feed off of each other's energy and actually it was so amazing that we're like, we're going to do this every year. So if you, if that sparks something within you and you want to start planning now of making it to Puerto Rico next December, definitely start thinking about that because it was truly life-changing. And I think just the energy that we created and what we will then go on to do and just feeling that support and that sisterhood is just, I, I can't even fully put into words. Um, it's really something that has to be felt. So also on the lines and this theme of this podcast kind of being sensitive and how much that really affects me, I had gone from spending three months alone to now being surrounded with these beautiful women and I was so tired. Like I was the most tired that I had ever been. And I realized again, it was because I was feeling all of these things at once and my system, my nervous system just my body, my energetic system wasn't used to being around so many people in this like intense connection. And of course, with traveling too, of course, your body needs to rest as well. But you know, I was like falling asleep in yoga, which is something that I never do. But that was also really, really interesting to feel that difference. And especially now in like, as we're moving out of what we've experienced in the last two years, and if you find yourself in back to an office or if you find yourself back with a group of people if you haven't been around a group of people in a long time and so if you notice that your energy levels are not what they were pre-pandemic I just want to give yourself that permission to have grace because it is you know something different that now you have to get used to as well and so we also during this retreat we did this fire release ceremony it was led by these beautiful people who are local to Rincon and the retreat also lined up with the new moon in Sagittarius as well as the solar eclipse in Sagittarius. So it was a really big weekend to release everything that we've experienced and really make space for that newness, that freshness for 2022. And the themes of Sagittarius are expansion, their growth, their connection, they're moving beyond kind of that physical world and moving into the realm of philosophy, spirituality, really the higher realms. I love Sagittarius season because I am a Sagittarius. My birthday is 
on the 21st, but I want to kind of give you some Sagittarius medicine as we're in the midst of Sagittarius season and think about the ways that you are expanding, the ways that you are growing, the ways that you are reaching into the higher realms. And especially as we're closing out 2021, I invite you to really think about the things that you are releasing, the things that you are letting go of and the things that you want to then create space for, for a new year. So wanted to offer that for you and just kind of just share about this retreat because it was such a beautiful, special experience. And I think even just talking about it, like infuses that energy into your space so that you can really start to think about the ways that you want to expand, the ways that you want to grow. Um, I know last year when I was leading Writing Magic, which is one of my writing workshops, we picked a word for the next year. We picked a word all together. And then we also wrote letters to ourselves, but from the perspective of December 31st, 2021. So on this, like in December 2020, we wrote letters to ourselves dated December 31st, 2021, and just kind of wrote this beautiful letter on what we wanted to experience as if it had already happened. So that is a really cool exercise that you can do. And I remember that my word for 2021 was grace. And that was a word that I wasn't planning on having that as my intention. It wasn't like a conscious intention just it kind of popped into my head and I've learned to trust those thoughts when they pop into my head because those typically mean something and it's incredible looking back on this year and seeing how the word grace like really applied in all perspectives and concepts of the word like really giving myself grace this year was a really hard year for me just internally going through a lot of shifts doing a lot of childhood healing which is really what I was doing for the last three months during my solo trip. I dove really deep into like past childhood traumas and doing trauma work really for the first time, uh, which I definitely want to talk more about as I continue to integrate those lessons. But it was a huge year of healing and personal growth where I really had to give myself grace for for taking the time and, and space to really do that. And I definitely feel like I'm in my Saturn return. And so if you're around the ages of like 27 to 30, 31, you also might be in your Saturn return. So if it has been a hard year, uh, I'm also giving you the permission to give yourself grace. So that was my word for 2021. I'm excited to see what will come through for 2022. But going back to being highly sensitive, being empathic, kind of taking in all these energies, maybe just some ideas for you. If you also feel that you're really sensitive, if you also realize that being on social media drains you, um, I really encourage you maybe to take some time off for the next couple of weeks to really get clear on what you want to call in for 2022. Maybe you take a couple of days off social media. Maybe you take two weeks off social media, or maybe you find other ways to incorporate more cleansing energetic practices. One of the ways that you can do that is either grounding. So that's just putting your feet on the ground, on the earth, and feeling those negative positive ions from earth recharge your system, recharge your nervous system. Salt water therapy, like I'm so excited to continue to incorporate salt water therapy in my practice because I realize how cleansing it really is for me. So you don't have to jump into an ocean if you don't have one nearby. If you do, go jump in the ocean. Like now I've gotten used to jumping in the ocean every day. So 
in the next couple of weeks when I'm not by the ocean anymore, I'm definitely going to miss that. But if you have just Epsom salts, you can take a bath with Epsom salts. That's a really beautiful way to cleanse your energy. You can also use smudging sticks like sage or Palo Santo or whatever it is that you might already have in your practice. But Really, as we're moving into these last two weeks of the year, start to think about some of those practices that you can incorporate of cleansing your space, cleansing your energetic aura, cleansing all of the cords that you might have with other people, with relationships, with situations in your life so that you can really create that space for newness, for expansion, for freedom, for growth, which is all what a Sagittarius loves and what a Sagittarius does. So what I'm really excited about for 2022 is really just starting from this blank space now that I feel like I've cleared a lot of energy and I've cleared a lot of the traumas and limiting beliefs that were holding me back that I begin at the beginning of 2021 wasn't even really aware of, but now have done a lot of self-work this year, which was not easy and not pretty, but I'm really proud of myself for doing that and, and sticking with it because there were so many times that I just wanted to give up on that because it was so hard and confronting and just not fun at <laughs> a lot of times, uh, which, you know, as as I continue sharing solo episodes, I'm sure I'll talk a little bit more about that because I do want to do an episode where maybe I share more about really what I learned in my trip. I think I'll probably do an episode in a couple weeks of like things I've learned just in 2021 as a whole because I've started to make a list of all the things I've learned and it's a lot, uh, but I'm sure I can share more then. So thank you for being patient with me as we took that little hiatus from the podcast and just thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, if you've enjoyed any episodes throughout the year, I really, really encourage you to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and you can do that just in a couple minutes. And when you do, I will send you a free guided writing meditation, which is really great to start a daily creative practice if you don't have one already. It's a really great tool to use if you're starting a journaling practice, if you're starting a mindfulness practice, uh, really encourage you to take advantage of that free resource. And if you would be so kind to support me in that way of giving a five-star rating and review, because those really do help. And now that I've done all this self-work, I actually feel way more comfortable asking for help and asking for support because we can't do anything without each other. You know, we need community. We need connection. And it's not just me behind this microphone talking to a void. Like there are people on the other side and that is you. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Again, thank you for being here. Go cleanse yourself in the ocean or whatever salt water you have available. And I will see you next week on the Creative Soul Podcast. Love you all. I hope you enjoyed that episode and thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend and tell them what inspired you. Or if you'd be so kind, you can rate and review the podcast. And when you do, I would love to gift you my free guided writing meditation that will connect you to your creativity, yourself, and your spirituality. Just go on over to my Instagram at Leah Van Doren. That's L-E-Y-A-V-A-N-D-O-R-E-N and send me a screenshot of your review and I will send over the meditation and I would love to hear your thoughts. Stay inspired, stay creative, and keep shining your creative soul.